Joining me over the phone, I have Karen Geffert with Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. She's the Director of Government Affairs. Karen, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. So uh, there's been some movement with school milk options, the Whole Milk for Healthy Kids Act. I'm going to have you start off by telling us what that is. Sure. So the Whole Milk for Healthy Kids Act is a piece of legislation that has passed the House of Representatives. And that legislation would allow fat from milk that is used in the school lunch program in schools to not be counted in the total fat requirements for a student's meal. So this would allow for whole milk or 2% milk to be once again included in school milk uh, programs, which it is now not able to be because of the fat requirements that currently exist for school uh, meal programs. So where did this fat requirement come from? So back in 2012, the Obama administration had a significant effort to address childhood obesity. And so I'm sure many of your listeners recall uh, Michelle Obama, First Lady, really took this initiative um, under her her wing and tried to make some adjustments to caloric requirements for school meal requirements, and that also has um, requirements for uh, fat calories as well as other at other categories of uh, of requirements for those new nutrition uh, guidelines for school meals. So milk falls under, um, because of the fat content in different varieties of milk, uh, that qualifies as um, being restricted under the updated standards. And there was some change in 2017? Yes. So some schools uh, were granted hardship exemptions from the nutrition standards. And that allowed them to include some flavored milk into their school milk uh, school meal programs, but that flavored milk still has to be either that skim or one percent because of the the fat standards that still exist. Okay, that makes sense. Um, this is going to be my personal opinion. I'm throwing in in this conversation right here, so there's that little warning. But I just remember. Growing up, because I was in school when this all change happened, and I used to drink milk all the time. I'm a dairy farmer growing up. That's my family background. And I just remember all of a sudden it just tasted more like water because we lost that fat content in the milk in school, and it was different than what I was drinking at home. You're exactly right, and I will, I will put my own personal commentary in here. I'm a mother of five. And I have five kids in elementary school, so kindergarten through fifth grade. And I have whole milk at home that my kids drink at least twice a day when they are are home and not in school. And I had several of my children, too, who said, I don't want milk anymore during snack time because it just doesn't taste good. But they they drink milk no problem at home. So uh, my kids are active and very busy, and I know that providing them with a whole milk that provides them with the healthy calories that they need to give them energy and promote brain function um, is important, and, it, and, and we're missing that in schools. 
So we're in a Monmouth, Illinois here as we're talking today. Well, I am in Monmouth, Illinois. And in this area, there's not a lot of dairy farmers. So I feel like talking with some of, of the locals, there's not a lot of education on milk and the benefits of it. So why don't we talk a little bit about why we might want to have these milk options in schools? Right. Well, I think the first thing goes to you know, not all fat is unhealthy. We have healthy fats that we need for brain function, for energy, for telling our body that we're full, um, and then sticking with us long term. And providing that to our kids, especially in elementary and middle school where they're growing and they're very active and they're using their brains during the day to, to learn, boy, that is such an important nutrient to have available to them throughout the day as they, as they go out for recess and they exercise and they're in gym class and they're, they're using their brains to learn, um, you know, that is just, it, it's super important for them. And uh, this Whole Milk for Healthy Kids Act passed through the House with a bipartisan support, the, says your press release, 330 to 99 vote. So what is next? Well, so I think I'd be remiss to say that, that that vote in the House, that's significant. We, I think many people are aware of what's been going on in the House of Representatives and that a lot of things moving um, have not been bipartisan. They have been partisan-based. So for agriculture and for dairy and for whole milk, this is a significant indication that there is broad-based support for providing whole milk for kids in schools, whether or not you sit in the camp of Republicans or Democrats. So now that we have that legislation passed in the House, there is companion legislation in the Senate authored by Senator Marshall from Kansas, and he did attempt to um, gain unanimous consent from the Senate last Friday, and unfortunately, there, um, there was some opponent to that, uh, Debbie Stabenow, senator from Michigan, who spoke against, one, the process of unanimous consent, but also talking about letting the process of establishing uh, dietary guidelines take place, which is in place right now. But um, we were disappointed to see, one, Senator Stabenow coming from a, a state that has Michigan, that has a lot of dairy producers, speaking against a, a commodity that's really important to her constituents and a, a commodity that has, um, you know, really shows the health benefits and the, the comprehensive nutrients that, that are there. So is there anything else you want to add on this as we move forward? You know, we, we know that there, this is still a possibility to pass through the Senate, and, and we're going to be working on that from an Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative uh, priority standpoint. Um, you know, if your listeners are so inclined, it would be wonderful for you to pick up your phone and call your, your U.S. Senators, um, Senator Durbin and Senator Duckworth, and ask them to support this legislation. This is, this is good for kids. Um, you know, we, these are healthy fats in, in dairy, and kids should have the ability to have access to those in school. So, you know, advocacy is important to make sure that, um, you know, your voice as a constituent is heard by your elected officials. So we'd ask for, for constituents to pick up the phone or send an email and, and call and advocate.
And before we go, I forgot to ask you this earlier on. Can you just give us a little bit of an elevator pitch on what Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative is? So Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative is the third largest dairy cooperative in the country based on milk volume. And we verify that farmers who send their milk to a private processor have the machines that calibrate the volume and the components of their milk, that those machines are calibrated accurately so that our dairy farmers are paid appropriately. And then one of the other things that our members, voluntary members, have asked us to do on their behalf is to advocate for dairy farmer policy. So that is what um, Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative is all about. Well, Karen, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Of course. That's Karen Geffert, Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative Director of Government Affairs on AM 1330 FM 95.7 WRAM.